0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW Group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18
3: plus. Okay, let's switch gears. I, I want to get into Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele at Alabama. You right. are more than familiar with both men. Sure. Uh, Steele's been around for 100 years. He's a handful to deal with, but he is talented. <laughs> Uh, and that's an understatement. You don't have to go there. You're still called, but but he is something else in the locker room. However, if anybody can, I guess for the this is their third stint together. If anybody can tell him how it's going to be, it will be Nick Saban. There was a lot of there were issues down there with with Cristobal, and there's been issues with him at other places. But again, he is very talented. Reese Young. Played at Notre Dame, coached at Notre Dame, decides to make the move. Let's start with Tommy Reese first. What does Tom Luganbill see in Tommy Reese going to the University of Alabama as OC? Luke's?
2: A young coach that's had success early that isn't too set in his ways so that he's willing to conform and change and adapt to what I always refer to as the Alabama offense because that's what a lot of folks on the outside looking in don't realize about this hire. It's hard to be, to take an offensive coordinator job there at Alabama, not because you're working for Nick Saban, because, but because you're not bringing your system in. All right. It's the Alabama system. They want to minimize changes in terminology. They want to minimize vast sweeping changes, uh, in terms of scheme. So when you go out and you're targeting a coach, you're going to, it's not going to, you're not going to have a big player pool. Uh, or, excuse me, coaching pool of guys that are willing to not do what they do, right? And I think Tommy Reese is kind of in that window where he's starting to build a resume, kind of starting to establish his offensive identity, but he's not 20 years set in his way, if that makes sense. So you get a young coach that you can develop, that you can bring along, that's willing to adapt, come in, adopt your terminology, adopt your approach. That doesn't mean he's not going to be able to put a stamp on things. Doesn't mean that he's right. not going to have his own wrinkles and things of that nature. Um, but it's, it's not easy to sit there and go out and say, okay, well, I'm going to hire this guy who's been a very successful offensive coordinator for 17 years and then tell that guy, listen, uh, you know, I don't want your scheme. I don't want your t- terminology. Are you willing to come in and coach this offense
3: the way it is?
2: And so I think that's why that fit and why that ended up happening because. Tommy Reese is established enough to warrant the hire, but not overly experienced or established enough to where he himself wouldn't be willing to make those necessary changes or or adaptations. And if you're a young coach at his age right now, I mean, could you have a better opportunity to adopt those types of athletes, that type of scheme that's been over successful going, you know, back to, Sark the first time, and then Lane, and then Sark the second time, and then Loxley sure. and Bill O'Brien and all of these guys. Um, it's just a great opportunity for him, in my opinion.
3: Okay, Kevin Steele, talented but a hothead. Third time <laughs> that they're together. Sixty-three-year-old veteran. You know, what do you see here with with Saban and Steele?
2: Comfort and familiarity. I think that. Um, they are so in tune with one another of knowing which what the other one wants, right? Um, Nick knows what to expect from him. He knows what he's going to provide. He can probably focus on some other things, knowing that he can put full trust in what's going to happen defensively. Um, Kevin Steele's been entrenched in that scheme for a long, long, long time. I just think it was a, this makes sense at this time type of hire and you know you look at the defenses that he was coaching at at auburn that were really good there for a while and then they had gotten some really really good defensive players up front so you know he he knows what it's like to coach elite athletes he's been able to recruit and secure elite athletes and then again the familiarity uh and the comfort for nick saban of knowing exactly what he's getting he's not having to coach coaches he, he's not having to you know keep one eye on him while he's trying to be the head coach. He can just leave it alone. And that doesn't mean Nick Stade is not going to be involved. He is going to be involved. Obviously, he directly coaches the defensive secondary. Um, but I, I just think it's a trust thing. That's what that hire said to me.
3: I have to tell you about this game-changing product I used before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. about Zbiotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot and believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash O-O-B to get 15% off your first order when you use O-O-B at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash O-O-B and use the code O-O-B at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, ZBiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring: a laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. <laughs> That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to
1: players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void rope prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
3: Okay. Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN joining us. Uh, I want to go to Kiffin and Golding. We hit on this a little bit a couple weeks, but I'm taking another angle here. Um, Lane's had a hell of a run at Ole Miss. Um, Things didn't quite go their way at the end of the season. And we saw a little bit of reckless Lane. He had been, like, good Lane for two and a half years. And what a run under Corral in the first part of the season last year. Now he's got Golding. And so much of this, this day and age, Lugs, as you know, is OCDC pairing and pace of play. What works the yin and the yang, all right? So... Lane wants to go for it all the time. That puts an enormous amount of pressure on Crum and Partridge and now Golding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I get the going for it. You're at a disadvantage many Saturdays in in Oxford and Starkville and Fayetteville and so on. But there is a – you do have to limit risk at some point, Lukes. So yeah. having said all that, uh, if he's going to continue to wind it up on his own 30, 35, 40-yard line – Talk about how much pressure that puts on Pete Golding or whoever it is as the D.C. at Ole Miss.
2: Well, I think you have to come to an understanding of what the analytics are going to tell you in any given circumstance, whether it's area of the field, whether it's hash mark, whether it's down in distance, plus territory, negative territory. you got to get on the same page there. Um, But I also believe that the defensive coordinator is going to know that when the head coach is involved offensively, that instinct and gut feeling may sometime override those analytics, and you've got to be willing to deal with that. Now, um, I think anytime nowadays, the, the numbers and the statistics and the studies over the last 15 to 20 years have almost overwhelmingly proven that if you get plus 45 going in and you have fourth and four or less, there will not be a defensive coordinator – that will moan about whether or not the head coach goes for it because your chances there of getting it are, are really, really strong. And that's been proven now. So I think where you feel like you might have the most strain is if you roll the dice, like on your own 38 on fourth and two, right. Or your own 42 on fourth and one. And now the field behind you, if you don't get it is really, really short. Um, But again, that's not your decision. You're not the head coach. So you've got to be willing to roll with the punches. You've got to be able to have your team ready to go, know that you might be able to field position disadvantage every so often if it doesn't work. But if you have, a, a, I think, a, a good understanding and kind of come to a, a like-minded approach as a coordinator and a head coach of saying, hey, listen, I'm comfortable with that. I see the numbers. I see the, the, the analytics. I know that I, – I know as a coach – that I will not be surprised defensively if we're in plus territory and we go for it. And if we don't get it, we don't get, get it. At least we have a long field behind us. Um, mm. but again, I, I just think it has so much to do with the proof and the pudding of what analytics has become. But I, I, I do think that it can be hard for defensive coaches if the gut instinct and, 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 you know, that feel come into play sometimes and override what the analytics tell you to do or not to do.